Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm excited to do this. I'm glad you guys asked me. How are you two? Are you hanging in all right? I'm not dead. I feel like I'm thriving. <laughs> I carved pumpkins the other day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody, nobody's just carving pumpkins if they're having a tough time. You know, it's like there's a certain set of criteria you need to like go out and buy a pumpkin. And he be about like, to hey. start going apple picking and shit. Like he's just living a different yeah. lane than everybody else. Anytime <laughs> more agriculture gets in your life, you know that you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, my background has plants. He's going to create, uh-huh. he's gonna you know create his own pumpkin spice. Like he's really peaking. He's peaking. Oh wow. Well, uh, what, what, what about you? Like. What what do you, what do you? How has quarantine been? I haven't seen you. I haven't seen your face since I know. March. We've gotten to see like this uh, a couple times, but you know, quarantine's been. I think, I, th- I think it's been a couple of things for me. It's been okay because I'm able to entertain myself with like with stuff that I like that I could just sink into, like video games or watching. I've watched a ton of old sports during uh during this and um what old sports what do you mean like you watch like, like the 88 world series again or something like you know i haven't well i haven't gotten that far back to kirk gibson uh walk it running around the bases but i watched a ton of like old cardinals playoff games because i'm a big cardinals fan uh in baseball so yeah. i've watched like the 2004 nlcs all the games i could find i watched the 2006 uh, like a couple of the big games, like a game seven from the NLCS. Uh, I think I watched like the clinching game of the World Series against the Tigers. Uh, and then a bunch of all-star games, like a ton of that. So you that have problems. Mi- like, yeah. you. Who watches I was just about to say, sports? I was like, that sounds like, miserable. Dude, it's Specifically so, old baseball. Old Cardinals <laughs> Come baseball, on, bro, like what? post-Mark McGuire era. Yeah. Just like so, you're just watching Gross. Oliver Pujols like get walks. <laughs> Dude, yeah, <laughs> working those counts, driving that OPS high, high into the sky. Yeah, no, that was like, especially in April, when uh, I think before the uh, before the last dance dropped, I just had like a sports void, and because you know basketball was postponed, baseball had only done spring training, so I was just desperate for anything like that. So yeah, I was just sinking time into old YouTube videos <laughs> of old ass games. That's pretty. So you're are you from St. Louis? My family's from St. Louis. I'm from uh, Modesto, California, up north. Modesto. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in Modesto. We've never. I never knew this. We never discussed this. That was the most I've ever heard him. React I to had because because hey, nobody says Modesto. Modesto. And B for anybody out there that's not from the Bay Area who hasn't heard of Modesto. I used to think Bakersfield was the worst California had to offer. <laughs> and then I went to my <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is worse than Stockton. That's saying a lot. That's saying yeah. a lot because you literally went on an hour long tangent about how terrible Bakersfield was the other day. You literally just kept going. I was like, damn, this nigga hates Bakersfield. Bro. I don't hate and I've never even been. Growing like, up, it's like when you. I grew up in a area of san diego that's like where people go to vacation and shit i personally hate it now because it's like everyone there's racist and white and shit but going from the, the cardiff by the sea it's like right next to del mar so we're like the, the horse the track city is name 
has the words by the sea in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cardiff okay. by the sea. Cool. Yeah. I used to get clowned for this as an athlete. We've been over this in the past. But so coming Boy! from Cardiff, <laughs> when you go to Modesto, and you, it's like every, it's like this, California gets progressively worse before it gets better if you're going on the five. So it's like beaches, beaches, beaches. Oh, Irvine, L.A., Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And if you stay on that five, you will eventually end up in Stockton. You kick a little left and you're in Modesto. What's the um, place that the workaholics dudes are from? Like Rancho Cucamonga or something? Where's that fall in, into this? Rancho Cucamonga is just like the suburbs. It's like it's like if you took Burbank and made it an hour east. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you're from Modesto, so mm-hmm. everyone I know from Modesto went to Modesto Christian High School. Oh, Powerhouse my basketball team. The the basketball uh, factory that is Modesto Christian. I, I went to a public school. I went to Thomas Downey High School, but my best friend growing up his older brother went to mc uh and played on the basketball team so we would like go to those games he was like he he was mostly a bench player because they were so good but yeah we would go to those games and like went to some heartbreaking like almost state championship losses uh so i feel like we're talking the same era so what years would this have been this would have been like i want to say 2005 2006 when he was a senior. So like Adrian Oliver was on the team at the time. This is ridiculous that I have this like Rolodex in my head, but Michael Porter, and I think his dad was the coach or something. Uh, so that's a little I'm, bit. My my guys were all class of 2002. Okay. And they, I think they did win state, but that's before it was open division. So they won like division two or three or something. But gotcha. I'm, th- I'm talking David Paris, Richard Midgley. Wow. Um, Midgley ended up coaching the team for like the next 10 years, maybe from like 2008, like 2007 oh, to 2017 or something, like a very long period of time. And now he, he still lives up there. Uh, but they were recruiting these British guys to come in and just, yes. <laughs> just run shit. And Richard's <laughs> legend was he averaged like 77 points in England Jesus Christ. before he wow. came to like Modesto for one year and was like a five-star <laughs> recruit. And he was like, we'd be like, how the hell do you average 77 points? And he'd be like, hey, you know, English is fucking garbage, you know. It's fucking, it's bullshit. You know, it's not real. It's not real <laughs> Rough fucking basketball. British accent. <laughs> yeah, what it, is that? My accent What's is Richard's <laughs> three years in the U.S. accent as it's like starting what to fall apart. That? That's the best I can do. What is, um, <laughs> what is the bullshit fake version of basketball they have over there? It's like. What? They have soccer? something. No, they have. Yeah, I agree. Oh they my have God. a. They yes, have a thing where there's soccer, no backboard. It's actually called football. First of all, football is elite, bro. Okay, elite. Uh, but no, uh, they have a thing over there because I went to like a Y to like try, and I was like, oh, where's the gym at? And they have like, it's a hoop with no backboard, and like that's their. Thing of basketball, she, it's like she a separate like in the game. hood, like a broke ass. No, nigga, it was like a she. I, I literally asked, I was like, "Y'all niggas don't have no basketball courts nowhere," and they're like, "We don't play basketball over here. It's like soccer." And this, week, I'm gonna find this shit. It's so this, weird. This bro. was a trash. I was game like, "Why not just play basketball?" The <laughs> Let's see. Watch y'all gonna be like, "Oh, okay." I'm not Did gonna it? be like, "Oh, okay." At the best, I'll be like, eh. "Yeah, because you're a hater." So- was that era of like 2002? Was that before Chuck Hayes, or was that right around the Chuck Hayes time? So that's a great question. Chuck Hayes was 2001. Okay, gotcha. so they all played together. They're still friends. And then yeah, he went to Kentucky, and then mm-hmm. everyone else from that team was a year behind, and they all came to Cal. So we were all in the same uh, oh. class. So all it was me from 
Cardiff by the Sea, and then three dudes from Modesto Christian High School were the Cal <laughs> incoming class of 2002. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Wild. So wild. I recently, I was, uh, you know, being a, being a single man in, in uh, quarantine now. Wait, what? Uh, what? Yeah. Hold on. What? <laughs> yeah. This is breaking this is news. It's like TMZ. Oh, shit. Netball. It's called Netball. We've got a hot story coming from the crossover podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I am newly single as of like uh, maybe getting close to two months ago. Uh, now it was something that, as I'm changing my name on the Zoom, uh, it was something that was kind of just like a long time coming that uh, both of us were realized that we were hadn't really been in the relationship emotionally for a little bit. Hmm. So we, so it was just like time. Like, in fact, I like had come to her and was like, Hey, here's some stuff I'm working on, even though I was, you know, maybe not in it as much anymore. And she was like, Actually, I don't think we're compatible anymore. And I was like, Wow. Wow. I was like, Are you you saying that for the sake of the story or is she really that 100 about it? Hold on. How much does that that remind you of the office when Kevin's describing like, his relationship with Stacy is like I do not I said have oh, an I think encyclopedic the, I think the Eagles the might win the the playoffs and, and she said that we're done. <laughs> you know, I've always have looked at myself as a Kevin Malone type, so so I appreciate the comparison for sure. No, that's how straightforward she was. And at first I was like, that's weird. Like I feel like we could work through stuff if we wanted. And then we took like a couple hours apart uh and just to do our own thing. And then Immediately, I was like, oh, she's right. Like, this it hasn't been working for a while. And I think we've both wanted to be living different lives. And so that happened. Uh, but, I, but I'm but i doing great. I've been, I think, pretty much working immediately out. after it. What'd you, you, get ripped? you said you you get you're ripped? working out. Yeah, that breakup. That breakup. You, you, you got to get a pop for you. <laughs> you're just doing things for you. <laughs> you know, I did go. I've, I've gotten back into working out. I've started running again. It's going great, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, the whatever the whatever the five steps of post-breakup sin, I'm probably in step like four. So it's going pretty well. Uh, but are, are, I you, in the stage, other are you in a stage where you can see her with somebody else and not be like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, that will- totally. I mean, she, okay. but she also moved to Vermont, so... Oh, well, she took herself well, off What do you mean? Picture. What are we talking well, about? She doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> she She's not even a person. I know. <laughs> yeah, She's still we're, alive. We have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? She's still Who alive. We're, on, like, we're honestly on really good terms uh, because, like, the issue with our relationship... Like, with our relationship was that we both just didn't want to be in it anymore. And it wasn't, <laughs> like... It's weird. We didn't... Even though we had our differences, you know, it wasn't, like, some crazy personal thing that, like, one of us had done or some issue we couldn't get over. So, we're cool. And, yeah, being, I think, across the country definitely helps that, for sure. That's the most elite way it can go. Just be like, yeah, you, this you shit don't work up. nowhere. And everybody's like, yeah, you're right. All right. Tight. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's best case scenario. For Did you have sex one more time? We did not. No. Wow, Smart wow, move. That's wow. how that's how I broke up clean. That's how you break up clean. You right? can't do that. You know, I, I I like to keep my hands clean and that's how it goes, but that's not the first time I've been asked that too. That's so funny. <laughs> that's the that's the million dollars <laughs> you're doing in Vermont. It's like, hey, you know. Like the way you described it is like it's not like you weren't attracted to each other anymore. You just emotionally didn't want to be in a relationship. That that could lead to one more smash. 
Totally, you know. Uh, but for I think I think it cross. I'm sure it crossed both of our minds. But I was like, you know, I'm just gonna do my best to not let this happen. Uh, and here we are. But I all that to say is that as a single person uh, now in uh, in quarantine, which will which is just the rest of our lives, of course. Yep. Uh, it's not you know the best time to be single, but so I've been. You know, I've slid into a DM or two. Uh, he upgraded from baller to player. I told you. Because yes. he said, I've been slid into. So that yes. he didn't slide. Yes. The DM's been coming to this man. Preach. You know, there's been a little a little bit of both for sure. And uh, don't get me wrong. I've definitely taken the initiative myself more times than not. But, uh, but I was talking. I've been chatting with this girl and like somehow brought up that I was from Modesto. And by somehow, I mean like I probably just like threw it in there uh and she was like oh my gosh like the scott peterson murder and every time i like, <laughs> that's like the usually aside from modesto christian that'll be the first thing that people bring up uh so i've gotten to, so i watched like a six-part scott peterson murder documentary to keep like a dm chat going and it was worth it <laughs> is, that the, is that the Hold new on. netflix one like the murderer next door or whatever or the neighbor murderer um, or whatever i don't know if there is a netflix one for for that case uh but this was on hulu it's like a six-parter okay wait okay. i need to know because the way you just described that sounds like you watched this six-part documentary so that you could, could have smash. more to talk about with this woman <laughs> to eventually smash did you smash no smash. Six uh, hours of Scott Peterson and no smash. And honestly, Andy? honestly, unpopular opinion. Scott was worth it, fellas. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm speaking about a convicted, a convicted murderer, but uh, but no. In fact, last night uh, we had had a chat going for like two weeks, and I'm left on red now, and it's kind of like well. Okay, I don't really like know what I would do about it anyway. Like, uh, it's just someone that I don't know super well that we're like acquaintances and, f- and very familiar with each other. But it's not like someone I would have normally seen anyway. So I'm like, uh, do I let it die? I don't know. Yeah, you know? man. As a fellow single person, it's like once the text stop, I'm not gonna keep going. Like it's done. It's done. You just got pin yeah. pals for a minute, and then it's like, all right, man. Uh, on to the next version of this that it will initially yeah. <laughs> watch repeat itself. Because totally. it's like, what are you going to do? Go to a park? Like, everybody's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know? es- especially now when, um, like, you can't just sort of organically, de- seemingly you can't organically develop, like, a relationship or a rapport with someone. Like, we can't be out, l- let alone just, like, a friend or someone you're interested in. Like, we can't be out at edendale or the study or wherever the fuck and just like oh i chatted up this person and it went pretty well and guess what i saw them the next week and then that kept happening now it's like yeah you have to be deliberate and chat with someone and then be like all right do you want to go to a park uh do we want to exchange wait, screenshots wait of our a tests? second wait a second connor <laughs> is just learning what it's like to be black out on these streets <laughs> no, no black person plays the long game like that you go in you holler you make your goddamn move and you get out you're like, well, you described how Jim and Pam works, which, yes. which has been criticized as the slowest developing yes. relationship in history. Jim Motherfuckers worked together for seven I years before he shit. said anything. That's yeah, maybe you see her again. Maybe you see her again. I don't know. Hey, maybe we're all getting ice cream as friends. Wow. We touched. That's we brushed funny. hands accidentally. Oh, my God. Is she there next week? What's going to happen with this? 
I am guilty as charged. I cannot deny any of that. <laughs> this man said we touched hands. What will happen next week? Oh my fucking What will happen next week on Connor oh and the Girl? Oh my god. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's the new show. Yeah, it, shit is rough, bro. I'm a more of an in-person shoot my shot type guy, and uh, yeah. the ones on the thing is just not not for your boy. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you adjusted over this? Have you been single all of quarantine? And how has have you adjusted? I have adjusted never it all? not been single. So there yes, we go. <laughs> I have been single <laughs> this entire quarantine. But I also have a dog, so I'm chilling. I'm just at the crib watching movies with my dog, and then doing this podcast you. with him. And then I've been working out through my uh, thing. That, I, that's why I work out so much because I have always been single. You got to fill in the time somehow. You've just been in peak shape forever waiting to get lazy. <laughs> Basically. That's, that's why I, I did the reverse. Everybody was like, oh, I got to start working out for quarantine. I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to kick it for a month and get a little fat. Let me, let me chill. Like, let me cool well off deserved. for a second. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Connor, let's just, let's just straight up pivot here. Please. I asked you to be on the podcast because I know you have your own podcast called what? It's called Call Me By Your Game. Call Me By Your Game. Love and that on that title. podcast, what do you do? So I sit down with a friend and we uh, talk about a video game that is special to them from their past. We get into not only what they like loved about playing the game and what was fun, but also if I always find it interesting to hear like the context of when somebody played something. Did they play it? with somebody else was it like at their only at their grandparents house one summer so yeah i just like to dive into people's relationships with uh particular games it's fun wow i definitely thought that you were going to say you play video games with a high school aged gay man and then you all develop what? a slow relationship together <laughs> oh, <laughs> like call like me it by was... your name the movie the book and <laughs> yes. movie that the thing i don't know okay, I'm, like, I'm like this is so out of left field i didn't know this was a thing I was like, so i took a trip to italy yeah <laughs> Uh, no trips to Italy inspired this podcast, unfortunately. But uh, but yeah, it was you know because in that movie they have like a special relationship that's this one that's like kind of in its own vacuum and then it's gone forever. And so I was like, you know, people have relationships like that with games, maybe not as sexy, but uh, they definitely do. So. No, no peach eating on your podcast. <laughs> no, we haven't had a single peach eaten on the show. Uh, okay, yeah. So I'm just, I'm inspired now to start a new podcast called Eat Play Love. You know, it's like we we eat, we play some game. We find What's love. the love for all yeah, games? Like, What's the love for? So like, this all happens in Italy, also. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you have to also go to India. So that was a huge setup for a dad joke. It was. Uh, so <laughs> worth it. You uh you suggested that you know because this is a sports and art podcast that you would uh. You want to do Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Talk, yeah. talk to me about Tony Hawk. Just Elite give me your, your like, what is what makes Tony Hawk special to you? I love it. You know, in fact, I had totally forgotten which game we were going to discuss. Uh, so, like, <laughs> last night, I, I popped open the old N64, and I played some NFL Blitz 2000, because I was like, I thought we were talking about Blitz 2000, but I have so much experience with Tony Hawk that, again, easy pivot for me. Uh, I'm one of those kids who like who wasn't i'm not naturally athletic like i've i've got i've become good at sports throughout my life like i played high school sports uh but for whatever reason like none of that comes naturally especially like extreme sports like skateboarding and snowboarding that stuff was so hard for me uh just because i was 
awkward and like uncoordinated. I had to like get myself to be coordinated. So, but all that to all that said is that I love these games so much that I've gone through three separate skateboarding phases in my life. Like none of them successful or or worth ever telling people about. But like these games, and there's a lot more to it. Uh, but they're so much fun that I've been like, you know what? I want to do that in real life, and it never went well, but it was fun. I'm curious about your first skateboarding phase. I had one as well. What was what? Yeah. Tell me about your first skateboarding phase. So this would have probably been, I want to say like fifth grade because that's when uh, the GameCube came out. And at that time they released Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 for the GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. And I... Uh, my friend had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, so we would play it, and I got so sucked into it that at that time, I eventually got like a shitty skateboard from Target. I think it was probably like a $40 skateboard that like, if you if you look at it and you don't know anything about skateboarding, you're like, oh, that's a real board. But then when you like flip it over and look at the trucks and the wheels, you're like, oh, this is basically a toy. Like yeah. this is yeah. a pl- seemingly a plastic toy. And I probably spent like, hours and hours in my driveway just like trying to ride a skateboard and then trying to ollie uh and i even taught myself to ride incorrectly i don't know chris you said you've been through a skateboarding phase but i i learned to pedal i think it's called mongo with the opposite foot yeah the goofy which, one yeah yeah which someone recently was like i think when the new tony hawk came out they posted some, it was some like instagram story some like four panel thing that was like, if you skate goofy, it, then you're great. If you skate regular, you're great. Uh, but if you pedal Mongo, then you're a fucking cop. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I was just like, well, I can never skateboard again. You also look like cop. a goddamn cop. <laughs> Truly. You do look like if 12. I put, <laughs> if I put aviators on right now with this fucking dirty mustache and Bro. just like, I would look like you a patrolman. just like uh, the dude from National Security who stars alongside wow, Martin, yes, Martin uh, Lawrence. I don't know if you've wow. seen that movie. Ugh, I haven't, hilarious. but now I'm going to have to. Jeez, but yeah, uh, so. I feel like everyone's had a skateboarding phase. Uh, a little background on Cardiff by the Sea. It's like the skateboarding goddamn mecca of the world. Yeah. Wow. I played high school volleyball with Tony Hawk's nephew. Wow. At the time, I think, I can't confirm this because who knows back then because there wasn't like internet to fact check everything, but there's a YMCA near my house that had at the time the biggest half pipe in America, like the like the first biggest one that like really recognized Jeez. where these guys could go. And that's where like Tony and all these guys would go. So for me, it's like, yeah, my mom, not a, a black single mother didn't know where to get a skateboard. So she got me the same like skateboard on a box basically that you got <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and then eventually you know i would never got good at skateboarding because i was i'm i'm risk averse so anytime <laughs> i like and i'm i've always been so tall and like fucking like lankies so i feel like i'm gonna fall down too easy yeah. but uh the the i don't know if you've heard of sector nine there was sector I nine and then there was a uh, another one called um, company fuck was it hansen's longboards i don't know but sector nine was like became one of the bigger longboard companies and that mm. guy lived on my street. Wow. So he like Pretty gave sweet. me a, a Sector 9. And so I would just push that. No tricks, just cruising. Facts. Just cruising down the beach, baby. Yeah. That's my, one way to do it, though. My, my uh, first skateboard because of this game uh, phase lasted all of two weeks. 
I got the board <laughs> and I was like, I'm not even trying to ride this bitch. I was like, I am going to fucking pull an Ollie. And I was like, it's going to be the only thing I do. If I die doing it, I die. <laughs> and I'll just go outside every day, flip flip, try to pop the board, get up yep. top. And then finally I got up high. And this was in slow motion. I could, there was so much joy before I landed. I was like, I'm a fucking elite. And then I came down in the middle of it and snapped the board right in half. And I was like, fuck me. This uh, <laughs> is ridiculous. And then I threw the pieces. And I was like, this is stupid. And then I gave up on it until um, uh, about eighth grade, freshman year of high school. I got a long nice. board. And I was like, this is just my lane. I was like, I'm not a trick guy. I'm just going to ride this bitch out. And then like... I still do that shit, but it's just like, long boards for the black guys. Yeah, long board. See, it's just too big. It's too big, man. Skateboarding. That's not my the thing. that's the route I should have taken because I'm also risk averse too. Like very much, have been a fraidy cat my whole life and have to get over shit like that. But a bunch of like where I went to college, like so many people had long boards, and I never had one. But they would just cruise around campus, and like I would borrow them, and it just it was like walking on clouds when you just like <laughs> slide down a school. That was awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, there's no pressure to do any like kick flips or ollies or be cool at all. You're just like, no, I'm just rolling. Yeah. You do get some of the cachet. You don't get the full skateboard, like mm-hmm. punk rock cachet, but you get like a little bit of like skate surf cachet. Like, okay. He's like, I mean, he's on these streets. He's all you got to be able to like, wait. All you got to be able to do is hop up on a curve. Like, that's all you need. Just at least yeah. be able to lift your board up to get on top of the curve and you're Gucci. <laughs> Outside of that, it's like, you fucking poser. Like, 12-year-olds mm-hmm. will call you out and call you all pieces of shit. My problem with the logboard is it gives you false confidence. So, I'm pretty I'm pretty <laughs> jiggy with it, bro. Like, I'm mm-hmm. nice. Because, I mean, again, no tricks, but I can go around town from point A to point B. And then I was like, shit, if I could do this, I could surf. I could snowboard. <laughs> it's all the same shit. I was like, fuck you. I am going to be X Games black man, me. And then I fucking <laughs> went on a surfboard and almost blew my ACL out. I fucking went out to uh, uh, snowboard, almost blew my ACL out. I went to try to surf and I was like, what am I doing? The first wave hit me in the face and I was like, I'm good. I just went back uh, on the I was like, you know what? Never yeah, mind. Yeah, stick to the rivers like, and them lakes that you was exactly, used to. Exactly, bro. You know I mean? was like, I'm good, dog. I'm doing too much. Chris, <laughs> When you are an old man someday, you're going to be visited by the ghosts of extreme sports past, and it's going to be your broken skateboard, that wave, and then I don't know what the third one is, but it's going to be something. I don't know. I think my ACL is happy that I, I gave up on the snowboarding part. It's going to be like, good decision. ACLs, <laughs> I think more happy about giving up football. Also uh, true. Connor, when you were telling the, the story of your first phase, you said Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, GameCube, yes. in fifth grade. I feel like I can't be That signals that well, you got to be like 29. Yes, exactly. 29. Turning oh, well, then 30 that does make sense. in a month. Yeah. So I'll be 36 in two days. And the, Happy early birthday. Thank you. So when I think Old of that timeline River. where you're saying Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, 3 and GameCube, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. Mm-hmm. You feel me on... What did I have it on? PlayStation? PlayStation, PlayStation yeah. is the biggest one. Yeah, PlayStation. Was I it think on it came out on 64 too, but PlayStation yeah, is maybe, maybe I had it on 64 because I didn't have a PlayStation. So, um, And that for me had to be like seventh grade. Okay. It was the very first one. And uh, the reason I bring up the timing of it is because part of the reason, and I, I think it it's good to start with the first one, uh, part of the reason why 
at least where I grew up, it was such a big deal. A, I mean, just because skateboarding now had blown up. Like, yeah, it came out in 99. So in seventh grade, we started getting the, like, the finger decks. Yeah. Started getting real big. Those came out. Like, people were making them. So people were making, like, I was making them. I don't even remember how I was making these things. They like they I actually was doing well, I guess without the without wheels. So like almost like a tech, like just actual okay. deck. And then tech deck, the company, came around like a year later, and they're the first ones that have like little trucks on them and shit. But people mm-hmm. were literally this is how beachy my fucking town was, like finding a piece <laughs> of plastic and like cutting them into boards and just doing finger tricks until like wow. fucking shit caught up. That's hilarious. So there was that, and then like I would say also in seventh grade, which Chris disagrees, but I think 96, 97 is one of the best music years ever. Incorrect. It 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 was when punk pop punk got really big also, like Blink-182, oh. The Offspring and all that. So when mm-hmm. the game like kind of combined like skate that was happening around us with this new pop punk wave, it was just fucking explosive. Like the music yep. in the first two games is almost as important, if not more important than the game is, as far as my memory of it. Dude, I am right there with you. Uh, I later would... Uh, experience those first two games a ton. In fact, I'd be down to talk about either of those, like in and out for sure. But um, thinking about the music specifically, I've heard someone describe it like this before, and I could totally relate. Where for a while, my music taste was the Tony Hawk soundtrack yeah. for a bit, especially yeah. when I didn't know how to like look for music or have an interest. Like that's where it was. Was those first two games? Facts. I um. Uh, obviously, I have a bias here, but I really video games have a strong uh, sway on culture because it, for little black kids in Detroit to be thinking that they can skateboard be, solely because of this fucking video game, yeah. it's along the same argument I make towards like there's more to it, but like how FIFA has made soccer so big here too. Like, like mm-hmm. this shit was like a cultural thing for such a long time. Like the X games were cool. Like I used to watch like half pipe shits and stuff. Yeah. My friends would be like, Oh fuck yeah. Like motherfuckers who were like, don't, for all intents and purposes, hood niggas would be like, oh, shit, this is fucking lit. <laughs> They're like, damn, how he do that shit? Oh, fuck. They're watching long-ass mm-hmm. videos of fucking Tony Hawk. Like, Tony Hawk was that guy. Like, I can't think of anybody who's more that guy. And the music also, on the same lines, those same kids was like, hey, this song kind of slapped, man. This shit kind of mm-hmm. hard. Like, people who only listen to Lil Wayne and Jeezy were like, Oh fuck! Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> this is like, and I this think, rancid's pretty good, right? Right? Yeah. And, I think this, and there's just like a whole our generation of people of just like cross platform listen to this music, no matter who you are or like what community yeah. you were from. And I think that's how big of an impact this had culturally. Totally, uh, it's just fucking od. I- I'm right there with you. It's it's also been cool as the remake of 1 and 2 came out about a month ago. It was so cool to see so many people be so excited to revisit those games. Uh, and just like you said, people from different backgrounds. Like, I'm not even attached to, like, the culture of that music anymore. Like, my taste is complete is, is a lot different now. But still, it's, like, something special that, like, I – it's, like, a part of my DNA almost now. Yeah. And I think it's that that same thing for a lot of people too. Yeah, it's it's weird for me because again, growing up like kind of in the culture that was exported mm-hmm. through the game. Yeah, it's like I didn't think anything of it. I just thought like everyone thinks like this. You know what I mean? Oh, when you haven't traveled weird. and you haven't been anywhere, yeah, it wasn't until 
It wasn't until I got to college and people would be like, Cardiff by the fucking sea? Like, what is that? You <laughs> played volleyball in high school? What the fuck is wrong with you? You surf? Like, ugh. You fucking I, was like, I, I was like, oh, people don't feel this way in other places at all. This <laughs> is like, bro, just from fucking Cal, dude. Chill, but that's dude. what makes it so important that it, it, it took that culture and made it, you know, Tony Hawk hit the 900 at like the first X Games or whatever. Yeah. And then it just, it just went from there. That man, uh, almost 50, bro. So about the actual game, because you said you could get into it like a motherfucker. The games that I played out of the Tony Hawk series, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, mm-hmm. and then I didn't really play 3, I think because it came out maybe like my senior year and I was just like too busy, plus like Halo mm-hmm. and shit was yeah. out, so I think I was like on that. Same but, uh, year, so yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, then I think that we played, we got Underground that shit. for, the, uh, that is for the the, best our locker one. room in college. And I think like, cause I mean, I'm in a room, I'm in a team with like 15 dudes and like a couple mm-hmm. of them, like Richard Midgley, again, Modesto guy, he played a little Tony Hawk, but me coming with this like San Diego-ness yeah. was just dominating these fools at that, at that third game because I Hell spent yeah. so much time playing the first two games. Mm-hmm. So to me, the first two games are the games. Like yes. every other one after that, it's kind of a cash grab for me. I did think, uh, uh, underground, underground or Wasteland, whichever one it was, it was, it was really good. But the first mm-hmm. two games are the game. I, yeah, you're not going to convince me otherwise. It's like the Bulls are 96. It's just you yeah. know this. These two games are the game. So I want to dive into the first two games. What are, What sure. are your initial feelings about the first two games? Oh my gosh, I love them so much. I the the second one I think is generally generally regarded as the best of of the whole series. Um, yeah. I think. Oftentimes, like a sequel or a follow-up to something great that makes uh, some quality of life improvements like 2 did, uh, just sets itself up to be better. Uh, It's kind of... I'm trying to think of a comparison, but like Empire Strikes Back uh, from A New Hope was like, oh, A New Hope was cool. Star Wars was cool. But Empire took it a step further. Um, I'm trying... I wish I could think of like a music album too draw that same comparison to but regardless that second one is considered to be the best but for me that first one is the one i've spent the most time with on the n64 actually i have a music Uh, i have a music comparison the slim shady lp versus the marshall mathers lp marshall mathers is considered to be a better album but Mm -hmm. the first one came out first and i'll I'll always have this like i'll always play that one first if i'm going back even though it doesn't have stan on it is that the one i'm gonna kill you on it the kill you is on the second one, I think. The first one's like, if I had a million dollars or like okay. Drug mm-hmm. Ballad, all these other songs that are just, they're not as good, but they are still great. And they're the ones that I fell in love with first. So like, just continue. Totally. Oh, yeah. But I, I think that that was a really helpful comparison. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that first one, I just spent so much time with it. And even though it, there's a few elements that are missing from even the next game and the one following that that I'm used to. In a Tony Hawk game, like the manual or the revert, uh, that where you can really just chain your combos together. Yeah. Even though that's the case, like the first one being a more simple version, still like uh, just sticks with me. And that that early soundtrack too. I think the I feel like the first one doesn't have like a single hip hop song on the soundtrack, but no. is st- <laughs> but I still like love the music for Let that. Let me tell one. you what, it doesn't. I got got the soundtrack, and there's not one here black person. So it's interesting you mentioned the uh, the manual thing because I think in the in the first game because the 
I think the iconic uh, course from that is the warehouse. Yes. And it's yeah. so small that you don't even need a manual to like yeah. fucking pull off amazing trick combos. It's true. Uh, I remember. So I think a lot of kids today, kids today won't understand what it was like <laughs> not having, like not knowing the moves to something. Because mm-hmm. back when this first came out, again, the internet was still relatively new. And if you wanted to, and we come across this with a lot of games that we end up talking about from like the 90s, you had to have the book if you wanted to learn the moves. Yeah. So having not had the book, or if you didn't have the book, you'd learn the moves of your, your guy and just double down on it. So mm-hmm. because the Christ Air was the big move, I learned, I forget even who was the guy <laughs> who did the Christ Air. I just remember learning that move. And then I, I doubled down on <laughs> Chad Muska. And ended up being oh, yeah. a Chad Muska guy the whole way because his one foot five zero was a grind special, mm-hmm. and I could fucking combo it way easier than I could do like the air specials. Yeah, and literally up and through the the last Tony Hawk that I played, the Underground or whatever, I stuck with Chad Muska because I'm like right down square, boom! I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna get yeah. that grind combo, and he's gonna hold the board up while he's grinding. It's super sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, the 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 warehouse and thinking about the levels in that game they are so iconic and so great did you have a chance to play the remake at all i haven't played the remake yet uh, so i have not this I, I don't consider this a huge spoiler um it because it, it wasn't something they were like hiding it's it's very apparent even if you watch a trailer from the game but they did this really cool thing where all of those old levels they and the characters, they've aged them up, yep. I don't know, 25, 30 years, however long it's been. The characters look crazy. <laughs> they, look, they are, like, Tony Hawk looks old as hell, but... He's almost like the, 50. <laughs> like, the mall, which is, I think, like, level three in that game, is, like, run down, and there's nothing in it anymore. It's like, it's like a, a mall in America now that is, you know, out of business completely. Nope. Uh, so, revisiting those levels... Uh, was not to pivot that to the remake talk, but gave like an extra element of, oh my gosh, look what they've done to like my warehouse or my mall or the school is like all trendy now. Uh, it was so funky, but yeah. Did you have a favorite uh, level from that first one at all? I mean, I think it's definitely in the warehouse for the points. Yeah. But the school was my favorite level from that. I feel like it yeah. just... Because what you said it was the second level, I don't even remember it in this much detail. Yeah, I think I think it's in Miami. I think it's the school, and yeah, it's the second level. And the, I, I'm pretty sure the the music was attached to the level. It wasn't randomized music, right? I'm actually I'm pretty sure it was just on a loop, it so it was random. I just played it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason I have this memory again. I haven't played Tony Hawk two since 2000, but. Mm-hmm. Of like the school having its own music and the warehouse having its own music and me just kind of like vibing with the school more. And then the fact that the school was like more open. It was just because it was bright yes. and it was open. Tony Hawk 2 is the one that I have more hours on. One, because mm-hmm. he played on a PlayStation at my homie's crib is where I played it the most. And then in high school, we had like um, rips of them. And so instead mm-hmm. of paying attention, we would just be playing Tony Hawk against each other. And we all got <laughs> real nice at playing this on a computer on the college level. Wow. And I would play with uh, Kareem Campbell because he was black. And then there was another, mm-hmm. I think it was Eric Costa because he had the long hair. And you could just mm-hmm. bust, you could hit the loop 
there's like a pit where there's like a loop or around like one of the school areas and you could if you got fast enough and you kept your balance you could sling it and then go on the wall and we would just be tag like trying to do crazy tag things the whole time yes and so like that second one is just that's the one where I was like, oh, I love this game because I just have the mm-hmm. most hours clocked in it. But Tony Hawk Undergrounds is the game where I was like, this game is elite. You can get off the board. There's a story. I am a skateboarder. I was like, this shit is so great. So like, it's a, I have a different level of that love to that than everybody else does on the one and two. And I understand totally. why everybody has the one and two. But then also, mm-hmm. to the music point, I didn't even really listen to the music on Underground because Xbox was like one of the first systems where you could play the music that was on your system. Yeah. Through the game. So oh, yeah, I, I would that. just listen to Word Up funny enough and like just try, <laughs> to, try to get as high of scores as I could. While he would I listen to Word Four Non Blondes because he's like, oh, I look like her. I did not. Because <laughs> I do not. It's okay, Chris. It's fine. I have never worn a top hat with goggles on it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Those are. No, go go for it, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I was just going to say that the, uh, I think it wasn't Underground I played. I think it was American Wasteland, which everyone came okay. out in like 2005. It was like my senior year. But it, I think it had Nyjah Houston as, in it as a kid. Whoa. Like as part of the, as part of the story. Yeah, he's like a, he's like 10 or whatever he was at the time when he was like coming up. He's like, you have to like consult with him before you like go run your mission or whatever. And it's just funny because I see Nyjah Houston out at like LA clubs a lot now, like, Okay, and he's 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 just a dick. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you gave American me such good line. advice in 2005. <laughs> Look what you grew up to be, such an asshole. I mean, it's inevitable. Too funny. He was popular when he was like 12, wasn't he? It, and he's in the new game too. In the Tony Hawk One and Two. Yeah, the new remake because they have like eight, eight or nine like current pro skaters, including I think Tony Hawk's son, but. Um, Nigel Houston is in that for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't know nothing it. about that. I, I do so want to play it. Play. I haven't. I haven't had time to play game. Like I'm usually mm-hmm. playing Destiny. That's like my game that I spend all okay. my time on. Yeah. And I haven't even played that really in the last couple months. I think just I've been golfing so much. Yeah. And then like painting and shit. It's like I haven't had time to just sit and just be like, oh, I'm not just not going to be productive today. I'm just going to play some game. Yeah. You know, but, it's funny even in this time of quarantine where we seemingly have so much more time on our hands we still don't have because i've come up against a similar thing where like i don't have all the time in the world to just chill too because i filled my hours with other stuff like i as much as i'm like a video game person and people know me as that i like have barely played over the last few days same sort of situation just for the people who are uh, listening, he has a Game Boy Advance behind him, a yes. Banjo Kazooie, and a in wa- like a frame. A or something. Yeah, it looks like a trophy and a Waluigi. It does like a trophy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Part. Quick tangent. Not on Tony Hawk. What's oh, your, what was your favorite Game Boy Advance game? I got two. One's a deep cut, and one's an obvious one. We're- okay. I'll I'll try to do the same. I'll try to give you two: a deep cut and an obvious one. Obvious one. Uh, would be uh, this is kind of a bigger game, I guess. It's called Golden Sun. It was an RPG. Yes, yes, yo. When you were outside, you said that. When you were outside, and you fucking it would charge up your powers if you were outside. Is that the one you're talking about? 
I don't like know. The, I don't remember that. Bro, on the Game Boy, it had a factor where you could like charge up your fucking um, abilities because the dude yes. had like a thing. And if you went outside, it had like a sensor on the game. And I was like, this is the most advanced technology will ever be. And it would oh. literally like give you powers in the fucking game, dog. It was the only I didn't realize it was the that. first game to get me into RPGs because I played Final Fantasy on the PlayStation. I was like, these yeah. games are garbage. And uh -huh. I was like, I broke the game because you can't fucking win in Final Fantasy, especially at 10. So I was like, well, this is <laughs> fucking garbage. But yeah, Golden Sun, that's funny. That's actually well, What's your other one then? Uh, if I were to give a deep cut on the Game Boy Advance, I probably don't have any other deep cuts. But, you know, since we're on the subject, like Tony Hawk 2 on the Game Boy Advance was one of my all-time favorite games on that system. It's pretty good, which was impressive to me because, like, fitting a Tony Hawk game on a Game Boy was should not work. And it I, I don't did. Think. It was actually really good adaptation yeah. for me I, I played tony hawk and i mean mario kart but i'm not gonna put that up there tony hawk and pokemon oh, I, yeah. I spent so much so many hours on the All original the game boy mm -hmm. and then game boy advance <laughs> came out or maybe game boy color came out first but then uh i still played it on game boy advance i spent so much time developing my goddamn crew of pokemon yes. in red and this is a like kind of a funny story about me but you know People assume now because I, I played professional sports for so many years and I have this like color and swag and all that that I've just always been this way. Not true. Not factual. <laughs> I had almost zero friends in high school and probably less so because of my love of Pokemon. And <laughs> at the time, at the time, I, you know, I thought it was trash. And I remember we went on a camping trip and my neighbor was playing it on his original Game Boy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro. This is the wackest thing I've ever seen. I might have even called it gay because it's like the best word I could use it back then. That was like, oh, for sure. Problematic. I was like, it's so gay. You're playing Pokemon. And uh, and then I, I got bored during the camping trip, started playing it. I realized quickly because I was like 15, 16 at this time that nobody my age was really playing it. And the only way to like challenge yourself was to play other people. So I'd go to mm -hmm. parks and like find like eight year olds and like link up and just beat the brakes off of them. And that got really, really old. Because, like, yeah. no eight-year-old could fuck with me. Like, seriously. Because <laughs> they were eight. And there was no place to really go. My mom taught at my high school. And she was uh, – uh, she taught special ed. And one day I'm going in there after school. How is this? And there's a kid you? in class. I forget what his name was. But he was my grade. And he's just playing Pokemon. I was like, I was like, oh, you play? He's like, he's like, yeah, I play. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna do his voice. Like, I was gonna say, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. boy, I turned. I was like, what are you like about Rain to Man do or some that? shit though. I linked up expecting another beatdown. He works your ass. He's got all level 100s too, and I'm like, oh shit, Dude. lock in, lock in. <laughs> it turned into he he beat me that day, and it turned into probably the last three months of my senior year of high school at lunch every fucking day, meeting him behind these bushes behind the gym. Behind and we the would just got it because it was like this area that had like benches or something that like and also yeah. no one was like there to like distract us and this is how I spent my like basically my so senior year me and war. and this like fucking Rain Man genius autistic kid yeah. just battling and we go like if you took an L you went home and you're like I gotta raise up a new star me with all the fucking <laughs> abilities because if I come back. And this guy's not fast enough. Da, 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 well, I'm going to take da, this out. Da, I need to get the first hit because he's going to bring out Charizard first. I don't know. We save our Mewtwo's for last, obviously, because we're not crazy people. Jesus, it, was just, sure. it was just, I was just trying to find all these psychic Pokemon that had elemental abilities also, like Executor, yes. uh, uh, yeah, Starmie. Which, which Pokemon Jinx. was this? What's up? Which po Pokemon, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. But okay. I, I, we both had Red. 
right. I had I, I'm mad that I bought so into that hype train that I had red and blue. I did have yellow because that's when Pikachu will follow you around. And then I got Ruby and the Sapphire. And I was like, okay, this is the same game. I don't need to get these anymore. It's all the sure. same. And also the cultural difference, I guess, as you said, in that six years is big because your boy was all about Pokemon. I still have a whole fucking sleeve of Pokemon cards. I used to go, my mom on Saturdays, like uh, my uh, daycare basically was going to like a store. Basically, they sold Magic the Gathering and they would be like Pokemon card tournaments. Like, yeah. I was pot committed. Like I was in there playing grown ass men like against the Pokemon cards. And if only cards. you and Rod could have met up, it would have been perfect. <laughs> right. no, he would have been another eight year old. He would have got yeah, slapped. Exactly. Nah, he would have <laughs> caught this work. He caught this work because I was playing 30 year old niggas for bread bro and they were like oh they thought the same shit not at oh, eight. goofy not at little eight. boy no I wasn't 8 I was yeah that's what I'm saying 12. when I was playing this that'd you would have been so 8 you were right in the demographic that'd be so low. and also wait the game that I was talking about where you control the sun Golden Sun also is elite but the game the deep cut one is called Bulk tie, and that's where you could use the sun, and that was his like gun, his weapon. He was a oh. vampire hunter, and he would you have to charge it up in order to fight him. The game's elite, but anyway, Pokemon fire. And in high school, I was blatantly a Pokemon Yu Gi Oh nigga, and I was like, I wish you would say some shit to me about it, bitch. This shit is fire, nigga. Okay, did you watch the Pokemon movie? Because I did it, cried. Yeah. And if you didn't, Again, you're a fucking weirdo. I watched weirdo. it as a sixteen year old. <laughs> I watched it. I didn't go to prom. I was watching the Pokemon movie. So I'm trying to wow. tell you, I was way too old. I was like, I hate this, but I love it so much. Hey, hey. so watch anime. Can I tell day. a quick story about the yes. Pokemon movie? Please do. Yes. So I also super into Pokemon when it came out. Uh, I remember my friend introduced me to it not by playing the game, but we would like our parents would sing in this church choir together. So we would. Did you sing that's the Pokemon song. <laughs> they would sing the Pokemon rap, actually. Uh, Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Pidgey. Uh, we would hang out, and like it, he didn't have his Game Boy with him sometimes, so we would just like play role-play Pokemon. So he's like, okay, you be Pidgeotto, and I'll be Ash, and uh, and we'll go and do this thing. Oh and then, that's another level. You have Pokemon and him a human? Oh, no. He played you. He played you. <laughs> I thought when you said he was going to be worse. a Pidgeotto, I thought he was going to be. I thought you were going to fight. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was going to be like, I'm Squirtle. You're a Pidgeotto. <laughs> he <laughs> no, said, no, I bitch. Asked. He's just throwing rocks at you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, it gets, it gets worse, though. So we're, we're playing, and I like start to talk to him. And I'm like, okay, let's uh let's go over here. And he's like, no, you're Pidgeotto. You can only say your name. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I ended up falling in love with the game. Love Pokemon Red. <laughs> oh, no, don't keep moving past this. You can't move past that. You can't move you, past that, bro. You followed the motherfucker around and you said variations of, because Pokemon don't always say their full name. Pidgeotto would be like, Yoda, like, oh my yeah. god, like, this, yeah. did y'all ever trade off it? Was he always making you the Pokemon? And he was I, like, I, I, I do not remember. I think from I, that point on, we would actually play the game, but okay. I do remember this once. I just remember this specific time we were in this, like, the church had like a indoor carpeted gym with basketball hoops in every it. single and, church in every single white dude. church in america True. everyone that i went to so weird what and Carpets i never in, saw one basketball know. in that place i'd play after when i got taller later i'd play in the church too like mm -hmm. with the old guys after church but yeah carpet and like rims yes. i'm like why is this here why carpet i don't get it at all and this continue. is insulting yeah That's uh, dumb. but I don't we I don't know if we ever did that, did that again in that specific way but ended up getting super into it and the movie came out the first one 
like the same week as my ninth birthday. And for, for my birthday, my parents let me bring like, I got to bring like eight friends to the movie theater. So we went to see the Pokemon movie. And, but when we were in line before the day before to pre-order tickets for this, some kid was in line with his grandpa and was already super embarrassed. And when they got up to the counter, the grandpa was like, uh, can I have three tickets for the Mana Poke movie? And the kid was like, Grandpa! <laughs> <laughs> he was so pissed off at his grandpa. I love this dude from yeah. Tennessee living in Modesto. Hey, there's plenty of country people uh, in Modesto and some scary country people, so you'd be surprised. Uh, it's, it's actually true. I'm not surprised at all. I, 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 famous, I always talk about going to Stagecoach and meeting so many people and be like, I'd be like, they'd be like, oh man, you a cool ass dude. I'll be like, oh shit, where are you from? Like Tennessee? Like, no, nah, I'm from uh, Temecula. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I'm from Anaheim. Man, I'm like, why are you talking like this from Anaheim? This how is made you, up. How do you possibly sound like that? It, it can't be done, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. You adopted that accent, Diego, sir. I know you did. Oh, it's so funny. Bro, I think it was a cultural point for like our parents uh, or people of that generation were like 30 up to purposely mm-hmm. say Pokemon every wrong way that they could yeah. think of because it's like bruh they say it so much in the show they say mm-hmm. it before they go to commercials when they come back from commercials <laughs> every kid ever says it all the time it's in the yeah. song the song says it at least 20 times it's phonetic as fuck also it's a sign <laughs> yes. there's literally there's accent over the e like yeah. what the fuck are you all doing they like, help it's, us out a lot. it's an active choice it's an active choice for you to be fucking yeah. up the name so much my dad would be like pokemon or like pokemon or little all these things i was like nigga what you are you reading up different ways what are you yeah. reading <laughs> my mom would do the yeah. same thing with pokemon she i think my mom got joy out of doing that with literally anything i cared about she's like oh yes. you're listening to snoopy dog i'm like first of all he's your age, he's your age. <laughs> stop <laughs> i know you watched uh, the videos i seen it <laughs> he's your age <laughs> oh wow <laughs> if you can't do that he's your age. he's your peer what are you doing <laughs> But at least I wasn't walking around saying Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto, that's wild. That's wild. I'm never going to forget that. Thank you for that. Oh, hey, you're so welcome. Oh, my God. All right, you should have well, been I, like, no, I'm I want to close with a, with a little, because we're about to record in a minute uh, after we're done with you about the, uh going to put together a voter guide or have my, my buddy on who knows a lot about this. Uh, just want hot take. Did you watch the debates yesterday? I didn't watch the debate, but I did watch you and Eric on Instagram Live after, which I've done for I've done twice in a row because I've been like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm just gonna get angry if I watch this. I'm gonna I can read about it after. I can hear everyone's hot takes. Uh so I'm like, I'm just I'm not gonna do that to myself today. But did you you watched it? Did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, uh, I did. That's that's dope. You listen to us afterwards, that's great. Just what what are your feelings about the election are you nervous are you excited would you what do you what, i just want to get your general feeling about what's coming and then we'll we'll end it on that yeah you know i i mean after 2016 uh i which is this is a thing many people have parroted like i'm never i'm not feeling very secure about it uh i'm definitely nervous i i want to believe that enough people have seen enough like bullshit over the last four years that even the people who would, you know, vote Republican or vote Trump might change their mind in the states that we need them to change their mind in. But we'll see. I mean, 
I want to, I don't, I really don't know. Locally, I'm feeling really encouraged. Uh, like I'm, I'm really feeling good about, I live in CD4 and I, and I volunteer for Nithya's campaign and I'm feeling pretty good about that, about her winning the city council seat here. But as far as nationally goes, um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I, I Biden to me is so uninspiring, but he, you two were talking about something yesterday to where you're saying like he is seemingly like has like a has a lot of decency and i'm really hoping that that's a thing that people who could be swayed gravitate towards uh even though i would much prefer a different candidate with it's more progressive even though it's like the most progressive platform we've ever seen from a presidential candidate uh i feel like it's it's exhausting (laughs) and it's so nerve-wracking how are you two feeling right now I need him to address the crime bill or he can fuck out of my face. Yeah, jeez. But, you know, I I am not as comfortable as uh, a lot of my uh, liberal friends seem to be in denial about as they mm-hmm. were last time. It's like, yo, th- I just, this is how I tried to describe it to him. I was riding my bike to Venice and I rode it back and there was, I've done, I do this like three times a week. Mm-hmm. And two weeks in a row, there were Trump rallies, right? In Beverly Hills. The whole Jesus. thing filled with people doing a little Trump rally. And that's in Los Angeles. And the first time is who you expect to see at a Trump rally, right? Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of, you assume rich white people, but you know, you never know. But it's a bunch yeah. of white youths and their parents. White the youths? second time I went to it, <laughs> it was all these Latin people. I'm like, what the fuck are all these Latin people doing? And I didn't realize it because it was like literally like old dudes lit, dressed like OG cholos and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, what's, what's going on here, man? It's a pride thing or something. And then I'm checking on Instagram later and on like the Los Angeles page and it's like Latins for Trump or Mexicans for Trump. I was like, that, how is that a shit. sentence? How is that a <laughs> thing? How is it Mexicans for Trump? Are you fucking kidding me? He yeah. ran a whole campaign saying that you all were Tina Turner's for Ikes. All this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is what that is. That's what that is. That's what that is. So I was like, yo, if the people are that delusional, Mm-hmm. then it's a toss-up. Okay. Right? I'll say that I I took, I say this every opportunity I can. I took mm-hmm. bets on the 2016 election that Donald Trump would win. And that was based on me having, I didn't have nearly the same echo chamber everyone else did. Mm-hmm. I lived overseas most of the time. I built a network of people who lived all over the place. I lived in North Dakota for a long time. I could see it coming. Also, Hillary Clinton was, a decidedly bad candidate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big facts. Those same factors don't exist this time. Uh, I do think that Biden will win. I don't think it's going to matter, though. It's mm-hmm. a bigger thing. It's, I've been saying this part loudly and on my IG story as often as mm-hmm. I can. November 4th through January 27th, prepare for some shit you've never seen, heard, or thought of. I can't yeah. quantify what it's going to be. Some of it will be violent. Some of it will be literally crazy. Some of it will be national secrets spilling out. So it will, it, it, the election will be called invalid. It'll be called everything. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. I, I cannot stress this enough. Do whatever you can to take care of your, your mental health mm-hmm. during this time because it's going to be very taxing. That is yeah. the official guarantee that I'm making about this election. Yeah. I'm with you. It's It's hard to imagine that it wouldn't be a, like absolutely batshit. I mean, he Trump signaled many times that like he 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 of course m- multiple times has 
not agreed to like a peaceful transition. He also has, you know, undermined the election at numerous, any, any avenue he can so that if, and when he loses, uh, that it's like, Oh no, it's bullshit. It's not real. And they can just make those two months as miserable as possible. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's honestly, I've heard you say that before, but it's important to hear again. Cause it's like, it's kind of, it also reminds me that like as quarantine has gotten crazier and crazier in this, the last like seven months and it seemingly every day you're like, it can't get any worse. And then some more bullshit happens and we're like, Oh no, it, it absolutely can. I feel like that <laughs> will apply after the election as well. So yeah, I think we'll have to take care of ourselves and show up for some people. Facts. Yeah, uh, I'll leave. You. That's a great closing line. Uh, I'll just ask you one more question. Uh, what do you got coming up for you? Anything that you want the people to know about? You can only say it like you're Squirtle, though. <laughs> <laughs> Blair, no. Blair, wow, no. that's excellent. That's an excellent Squirtle. That's that a, a very one. good Squirtle. The man's elite. Holy shit. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, you know, years of not saying my name and just saying Pokemon's name really helped. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, you can check out uh, my podcast, uh, Call Me By Your Game. It's available pretty much wherever you get uh, podcasts. I also have, uh, we have a Patreon for our little video game network called Super NPC Radio. We do a ton of extra stuff there. That's kind of where everything lives. But so if you like video games and you're listening to this, you might want to check that out too. But as far as stuff that comes up soon, man, uh, nothing much. I, if you're out there, you know. And you're single. Give him a call. We, we got you guys, <laughs> hey, maybe you guys talk one day. Hey, talk maybe next gold. week you brush hands. Maybe two weeks after that, hey, wow, is your hair different? You can talk oh about God, Golden Sun. You can talk about Yeah, Pokemon and together. you know, if you've got oh, a murder shit. documentary about your town you want to talk about for two weeks and then not chat anymore, <laughs> I'm game. Whoever is from Colorado and has a John Benet Ramsey. Oh, my goodness. You got, we found oh. the guy for you. We any, found the guy for Utah you. Utah fans? I can't a wait. whole bunch of stories off that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thank you for having me. It's really good to hang out with you guys for a little bit, and I'm glad to see you're doing all right. Uh, and let me know if you need anything. We, we got to talk. We got to get on that. We got to talk about some video games. Could talk about Please. it endlessly. That would be great. Perfecto. All right, brother. All right, brother. We'll holler at be you. Be good. Hey, take care, fellas. You too, bro. Peace. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.